Today, we look at Matt Martin's season and his future role with the Islanders, plus changes on the bench as the Islanders let go two assistant coaches. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And hello, everybody. Welcome to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on the show, Please feel free to send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings throughout what should be a very busy an important offseason. We'll have you covered through free agency, the draft, trade rumors, anything happening to your Islanders between now and the start of training camp in September. So let's start off with Matt Martin. And Matt Martin is the player we're covering as we continue our player-by-player analysis of the Islanders roster. And You know, Matt Martin, winger on the identity line, been with the Islanders except for two seasons uh, in in the mid-20-teens since 2009-2010. That's 11 years with the Islanders, with two years with the Maple Leafs sandwiched in between. And Matt Martin, you know, been a great part of this team and this community for a long time now. And look... His offensive game, he's never scored more than 10 goals in a year and never had more than 19 points in a season, both of them coming the same year, 2015-2016, which was his last year of his first stint with the Islanders. This year, 71 games played for Matty Martz, three goals, seven points, a minus two, 70 penalty minutes. All of his goals coming at even strength. In fact, all of his points coming 
at even strength. He had 66 shots on goal, a little less than one per game, and attempted 106 shots, about one and a third shots attempted per game. Matt Martin played 11 minutes, 26 seconds on average per game this year for the Islanders. He had 235 hits and 26 blocked shots. Here's the situation with Matt Martin. What he gives you when he plays is an all-out effort. Uh, He is a good checker. He is physical. He will stand up for his teammates. He is sound positionally when it comes to defense. You're not going to usually take advantage of Matt Martin. He'll forecheck tenaciously, and that's always a plus. But Matt Martin is now 33 years old. And it appears that his body is wearing down to a point. He's seemingly a step slower. He is a little bit more injury-prone than he has been in the past. He only missed 11 games this year, although it seemed like more. And again, there were times when it really seemed like Matt Martin looked a step slower than he has in the past. I have never questioned his effort I have never questioned his style at 6'3", 220. He knows the things he does well. He knows the things he doesn't do as well. And he plays the style of hockey that you need to see. He is a heart and soul kind of a player on this Islanders roster. The thing about Matt Martin, though, is, again, at the age of 33, and he just turned 33 in May last month, It does seem like a guy like Matt Martin maybe needs to be spelled a little bit more for in the future. That Matt Martin is not going to give you 82 games. And maybe if he gives you 70 games or 65 games or even 60, but you rest him. He doesn't miss time necessarily because of injury. But if you rest him, let's say, one out of every three games and rotate a guy like Ross Johnston in, you'll probably get more from Matt Martin rather than if you play him all 82 games if he's healthy. Um, I I think he still has uh, the ability to contribute, but he probably needs to be spelled a little bit more. The last time Matt Martin played a full season was 2016 2017. Now, he's come close um, a few times, but more often than not, uh, Matt Martin is going to miss time because, again, the way he plays the game is very hard on your body. And as the years go by, you know, here's a man who's played 13 seasons in the National Hockey League playing a tough physical style. It It gets harder and harder for your body to heal as you get older. Overall, Matt Martin has played 685 games as an Islander, 62 goals, 128 points. He has a plus-minus for his career of minus 46, although, you know, a lot of those came on some pretty poor Islanders teams early in his career, where the plus-minus was more of a reflection of Matt Martin, not of Matt Martin's play, but of the team's play overall. So, I, I think what we'll see from Matt Martin going forward is a guy who's still going to be 
a regular on the fourth line, but probably going to scale back his ice time a little bit. There'll be more games when he maybe needs a rest, and we'll see him play 60 to 65 games as opposed to 75 to 82 games. Um, I still think he has a season or two left in him before he really starts to slow down. And again, Matt Martin, a fan favorite, the kind of guy you want to root for because of the style of play that he gives you and and the way that you know he's always giving you 110%. And, um, you know, I I think we'll see more of Matt Martin in an Islanders uniform. He's always been a Lula Morello favorite, and I think we'll see more of him uh, this coming season on the fourth line doing Matt Martin things, for lack of a better way to put it. So, Matt Martin slowing down but far from done, and uh, that's sort of where he's at right now, and we'll see more of him next season. When we come back, we've got the winner of the Bob Nystrom Award, some changes behind the bench for the Islanders, and our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started using AG1 because I hate taking so many pills. I'm not so good at it, and and it really does get annoying after a while. And I wanted something that, you know, tastes really good, but is still good for me. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adoptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging, all these things. And it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. And it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcasts even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. So go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take you very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and thanks for your help. So, some news from Islanderland over the weekend. First of all, we have the winner of the Bob Nystrom Award for 2021-2022, and that award, as voted on by you, the fans, goes to Zach Parise, who is more or less who I thought deserved it, and you heard me talk about that on the show uh, a week or two ago, Parise earns the the Bob Nystrom Award for leadership, 
hustle, and dedication. Obviously, since this was his first season, season as an Islander, it's the first time that Parise wins the award. Uh, he was the only Islander to appear in all 82 games. He had 15 goals and 20 assists while playing on the third line. Took him over the 1,000-game mark and 400 goals for his career over the season. He also uh, had four game-winning goals, which placed him tied for third on the Islanders. Winners the last five years before Zach Parise, J.G. Pajot, Matt Martin, Casey Sezikis back-to-back in 2017-2018 and 2018-2019, and then Anders Lee back in 2016-2017. So congratulations to Zach Parisi, well-deserved winner of the Bob Nystrom Award. And uh, his dad, who also, of course, played for the Islanders in the mid to late 70s, would have been very proud and pleased to see Zach Parise win that award, named after, of course, his former teammate, Bobby Nystrom. So, congratulations again to Zach Parise. Now, the other piece of news uh, that came out over the weekend, uh, the Islanders making some changes behind the bench. John Gruden and Jim Hiller, uh, their assistant coaches, both relieved of their duties. Lou Lamorello announcing that on Friday. And all of a sudden now, what does this mean? Well... First of all, obviously, you know, one of these guys was working on the power play, which has been a sore spot. Again, I think the power play improved. Jim Hiller was running that. It improved late in the season. Unfortunately, it was a little too late by the time it improved. But uh, it, it did improve, and we'll see, you know, what the new assistant coach does to hopefully take it to yet another level. But the key here, in my mind, is this. The fact that the Islanders have replaced the longtime assistant coaches that they used under Barry Trotz tells me that Lane Lambert, the new uh, head coach, is going to be a little bit more of his own man. He's looking to bring in his own guys and trying to place his stamp on this team and you know there are some guys we think he may look to bring in although we don't know for sure uh who that may be but right now you know there there are some people he may bring in now one guy who i heard uh may be rumored as a possibility is johnny boychuk and you know boychuk was forced to retire because of an eye injury. And he's been hanging around the team sort of as an unofficial assistant coach kind of a situation. Uh, been doing that. And I think, you know, Lula Morello has already said, well, he'd welcome Johnny Boychuk back in any role he was interested in saying, in, in taking. The players all got along well with Boychuk. Those that have been his teammates uh, know him. And, and respect him. Those that haven't been his teammate certainly know the experience he would bring to the situation. So I think that would make sense. And, you know, it, 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 it would be a good addition 
and a good way for Johnny Boychuk to get his feet wet in the coaching profession and see if that's what he really, really wants to do. So uh, that is one real possibility, and it's certainly one with an Islanders connection. So we'll see whether or not he's added. But the the key takeaway for me uh, is that here we see Lane Lambert trying to put his own stamp on this coaching staff and and to be his own guy. And I, I think that's important that, you know, I, I said this before that you don't want to have uh, the Barry Trotz system without Barry Trotz. You don't want to have a clone of Barry Trotz. And here is Lane Lambert being his own guy. Uh, Ian Herbers is another name that has come up. He was an assistant coach with the Moose Jaw Warriors of the Western League with Lambert. So there is a connection there. So that's another possibility. But again, we'll keep an eye on this and let you know who Lane Lambert ends up bringing in as his assistant coaches. And You know, assistant coaches, it's a situation where these guys do not get a lot of attention very often unless, you know, like the power play is really bad all of a sudden or the penalty kill, the assistant coach in charge of that will all of a sudden be, you know, the object of fans' derision. But these guys don't get a lot of attention or respect, but they are important for the way the team runs game in and game out. So we will keep an eye on this as we get closer and closer to the hiring and and we'll break down the the resume of the people they do hire. And and it'll give us more of an idea, I think, of what Lane Lambert wants to do with this team going forward. We've got a lot more to discuss on today's show. Uh, Our Islanders' birthday of the day coming up, a defenseman, uh, an off- Defensive-minded defenseman who played with the Islanders in the mid-1990s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. We now know the Stanley Cup final matchup, so we can... Uh, If you're interested in placing a bet on that, head on over to BetOnline. They'll have all the greatest and latest odds. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. A New York, New York native. Today, or, or yeah, actually Sunday, was the 53rd birthday of former Islanders defenseman Matthew Schneider. Born again in New York, New York on June 12, 1969. Drafted by the Montreal Canadiens uh, in the third round back in 1987. Played four games for the Habs in 87-88. Uh, 
and then was acquired by the Islanders late in the 1994-95 season. Spent most of the 95-96 season with the Isles, had 11 goals and 47 points in just 65 games, and then was shipped off to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Later played for the Rangers, the Kings, the Red Wings, the Ducks, the Atlanta Thrashers. Uh, had another tour with the Canadiens, and then finished up his career with brief stints with the Vancouver Canucks and the Phoenix Coyotes. So Matthew Schneider, an offensive-minded defenseman, played in 1,289 NHL games, 223 goals, 743 points, and 1,245 penalty minutes. Add 11 goals and 54 points in 114 playoff games. Uh, Matthew Schneider, just a, a, a talented offensive defenseman, won one Stanley Cup in his NHL career and did a good job for the Islanders on some pretty bad Islanders teams during his tenure. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Isles, January 6, 1996 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Ottawa Senators are the visiting team. Mike Bales goaltending for Ottawa. Tommy Soderstrom in the nets for the Islanders wearing their Fisherman jerseys. And Ottawa got on the board quickly and first. Rob Goudreau, his sixth from Stan Nekash and Antti Torminen, just 541 into the game, made it 1-0 Senators. And then an unassisted goal by Ted Drury, his eighth at 11:31. Ottawa ahead of the Islanders. Two to nothing midway through the first period, but the Islanders answer. Marty McGinnis, his fourth from our Islanders' birthday of the day. Matthew Schneider and Scott Lachance at 12:55 makes it two to one, and then Ziggy Palfi ties it for the Islanders at 16:04. His 13th from Travis Green. We're even at two apiece after the first period. In the second, Nicholas Anderson gives the Islanders a three to two lead. Brian McCabe and Todd Bertuzzi with the assists. At 11:18, and then our Islanders' birthday of the day, Matthew Schneider, his third from Pat Flatley at 19:37. Isles up four to two after 40 minutes of play. In the third, Daniel Alfredson cuts the Islanders' lead to one. His 12th from future Islander Alexi Yashin and Yaroslav Modri at 4:25. But then Tra Travis Green gives the Islanders back their two-goal lead. His 14th from Palfi and Wendell Clark at 9.32. Ottawa gets close in the final minute. Steve Duchesne from Alexi Ashin and Martin Straka. But the Islanders hold on for the 5-4 win. Tommy Soderstrom, 20 saves. Islanders out shooting the Sens, 29-24. For Matthew Schneider, our Islanders' birthday of the day, he has a goal, an assist. He's a plus two, had three shots on goal, and also picked up two penalty minutes. Matthew Schneider, one of those guys who a lot of teams were always interested in and one of those people who played for both the Islanders and the Rangers in his career, kind of spent, you know, two full seasons with the Rangers, most of one season and part of another with the Islanders, but probably best remembered uh, with the Canadiens, and that's where he won his Stanley Cup back in 1993. So to New York native Matthew Schneider, a happy belated birthday. He's turned 53 on Sunday, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Gotta say, uh, most Islander fans 
probably pleased that the Rangers were eliminated by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now you got the Lightning and the Avalanche in the Stanley Cup Final. My pick is the Lightning in seven, but I think this is going to be one heck of a final. And I think most Islander fans probably going to be rooting for the Avalanche. Um, you, you got a situation where, you know, you've got a, a former Islander in Devon Taves playing for Colorado. You know the Lightning eliminated the Islanders in the last two conference finals in 2021 and 2020. I, I think Islander fans are going to lean heavily toward Colorado, but hey, feel free to let me know who you're rooting for and why, and we'll certainly talk about that on the show before the cup final gets underway middle of this week. That is going to do it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. You can hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.